Yeah, yeah. I was about to say last time I saw Clay Boyd, I was getting put out of the club. Yeah, and he had <laughs> did he have like a sweater around his neck or something? Like he was doing like some wild shit. Yeah, it sounds sound stupid. Yeah. He had like a shawl or something. That nigga was thoroughly entertained though, because I forgot what happened before. Like I walked up and started talking, he's like, "Man, y'all niggas crazy." Right. <laughs> <laughs> nigga was wild and boy that night. Is that you talking about your bachelor party? Cool. Nah, this just no, a no, 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 no. This no, no, no. was uh, I mean, the uh, inauguration. Yeah. Did we get kicked out of somewhere at your bachelor party? Would we ain't get kicked out? Uh, we, yeah, we got in trouble at uh, what was that? Live. They were about to kick us out. I can't remember what for. I just remember niggas was on one. Niggas was pouring pouring bottles of Hennessy on hoes. Listen, <laughs> that night is a blur. I remember, I remember the strip club, and some nigga didn't want to live the strip club. Uh, it was like we got to get to the other club. Okay. Was that you? I don't know who it was, but we kept, we kept having to like go in and like get niggas and like having to do like a head count every time like everybody say a number like one, two. No, that was, I think that was my cousin. Who do we? Oh, we left your cousin, right? Yeah. Okay, that's uh, what happened. Walt left Junior. Yeah, we all left Junior. Niggas is leaning on the side of the limo back home, smoking Newports, talking about. Oh shit! So was, <laughs> was the junior. regular club first, or was the strip club first? Strip club, strip club was first. Because remember, we spent the uh, latter half of the afternoon pouring the liquor into the water jugs because it was like BYOB but it couldn't be glass so niggas had a bunch of Zephyr Hills jugs <laughs> like but that's how you already knew that shit was about to go off the rails like nothing about this shit is right it was it was a it was a bunch of niggas with like no breaks <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying because sometimes no, the station was, gonna... was like damn I don't know I just spent a hundred dollars in this bitch so fuck it but nigga like it was just a free for all on the fucking water jugs <laughs> you can't go and nobody had to drive it was a limo right so, nobody right. had to drive it was full it was full wildcat yeah full wildcat <laughs> you never go full wildcat like, right. somebody has to they come out of that bitch eight wides and they got three offensive linemen. somebody, line somebody got to protect the uh, right. quarterback and then and then and then Tim Tim walks off the field with no jersey number on with that fucking uh, weed infused vodka tea and then that hey boy I think that's what fucked my shit up that's when the world started spinning you don't think it was that uh, 197 proof uh, moonshine niggas was passing around that definitely probably had something to do with it as well I'll never do that again <laughs> She's a runner, she's a track star. She gon' run away when it gets hard. She can't take the pain, she can't get scarred. She hurt anyone that gets involved. Don't wanna commit, I take it this far. She gon' do the race, just not this one. Love is a game you used to chip for. When I was down to talk, you wouldn't hit for. She's a runner, she's a track star. Welcome to With All Due Respect, this is Chef. And as always, when listening to our podcast, be sure to tell us you like our podcast. Give us a comment, give us a like, tell your friends about it. I wanna give a shout out to Bond the Body. Bond the Body is. Um, previously written a comment. I know you could do that shit twice, but she did it. So I want to share her comment one moment, please. Bond the body. Bond the body. Fucking t-shirt. Okay. Huh? She she needs a few t-shirts. Um, 
but yeah, uh, hey guys, I'm sorry, titles episode 128-129. Hey guys, it's me again, love face emoji. Really enjoyed episodes 128 and 129. Recommended the pod to my homegirl, doing my part to build the WADR audience. By the way, happy birthday, J. Joe. Hashtag J. Joe Hive. Oh, so, pay for a shirt. Yeah, she, 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 who's buying the body? You know who that is? So, do I know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Anyway. No, no, it's just my whole group from Nashville, man. Okay, it sounds so covert. All right. Well, it's episode 129. I mean, you're making it seem. Oh, it's Thirty. Am I? It's echo. Am I? Yeah, it's an echo. I don't know what wood is doing. Give but it is episode one thirty. A gentleman. Well, with the white voice, what up? Five thousand. Also have. Hey Joe, protect your neck. Right on. Definitely protect your neck. What's been going on with everybody? How was everyone's uh, week? Weekend. This week so far. How's how's everybody going? <clears throat> How's everybody going? Doing. Let's yeah. start with you, JJ. Oh, man. No. <laughs> Since you got so much to fucking say. Right? <laughs> Since you got so much to fucking say. Yeah, absolutely. Why don't you come up to the front of the class? <laughs> I've, been, I've been going. You know what I'm saying? Uh, birthday was on the 22nd. You know, shout out to the Aries gang. Uh, it's that time. And, uh, you know, I had some people send me bottles, man. I appreciate it. Got a bottle of Uncle Nearest, bottle of Hennessy. I was sipping on that Douce Black, man. It was good. Um, and got a couple of Dungeon Forward hats. If y'all don't know who that is, a guy, Omega guy who went to FAM, who has his own hat line. I think we might have talked about it, but he collaborated with four black artists, and I have two out of the four now. So I plan on getting the other two also. So. Shouts out to Castro, not Omega guy, I would guess. Mm. Well, I didn't know his real name. He's Omega. I mean, I don't... <laughs> that's, why, that's why I helped I out. I just can't... Right, I appreciate it. I mean, sometimes exactly. we, could be capital, we could be capital forward on this podcast. So I'll get out the other... Uh, I mean, shout out to Justin, man, too. Because uh, if you filter by Omega guy, it's not really going <laughs> to filter. It's still going to be like 2 million results. I know, but I'm just saying... Dungeon Forward is the his Instagram. He's Omega. But anyway, he collabed with four black artists with some uh, dope caps. So y'all should check them out. Anyway, said I got two. Man, I had a good birthday, man. Sipped. Uh, I had a DJ set, you know. DJ J Nice uh, versus uh, DJ Not COVID and um, dr- Drunk uh, DJ Not COVID won again, which I figured. But it's been a year since I did it. Uh, that's when the whole DJ COVID thing came uh, came to be. So people hit me up asking if I was going to run it back. And I did, man. It was a good time. Um, I dish out a lot of bullshit to a lot of people. So people love it when I get on and DJ so they can talk shit about me. But little do they know that I can't see the little screen and I can't read their little funky-ass messages. So... <laughs> Haha, jokes on y'all. But uh, a lot of people um, hit my cash app, man. I appreciate y'all. Um, like, motherfuckers was dropping like 54 bottom. I'm like, God damn, well, yeah. Fuck with y'all. People fuck with me, man. So uh, I really appreciate it. And especially, you know, this last year, we've lost a lot of people. I'm always big on birthdays anyway. So uh, this one was also a, a, 
an extra special one just because, you know, uh, made it through. So I really do appreciate everybody. And just people who even just came and, you know, said um, happy birthday in my DMs. Um, you know, I still take late cash app money. I still take late bottles. I still take uh, late gifts, news, whatever y'all want to send on out, man. Uh, I just appreciate it, man. So that's how my week was. What about you, Chef? You like to go last, am I? What about you, 5,000? Cool, man. Another week. It's funny, though, because uh, I was on this call yesterday, and somebody was like, how's your week been going? I'm thinking, like, shit, it's only Tuesday. I don't think I know. Like, the shit just started. Um, But cool, man. Um, The weather is changing again. It's getting, like, much warmer. And I happened to be in the store, and they had, like, whole briskets on sale for $30. So I might Mm. jump down on that this weekend. How much is a brisket regularly? I'm not sure, because I don't buy a whole lot of brisket. But that I recall, that shit is at least, like, double that. Probably, like, at least, like, 60 Yeah. Is it Publix? Nah, Sam's. Oh, see. That's why. Hey, man. Uh, Sam's and Costco, man. uh, Got some... Some good meat selections, man. As far as like steaks and shit, like get you a little four pack for the low. I think it's about time for me to get me one of those memberships. I need to grow up and just bite the bullet on that shit and do it. Oh, nigga, you you, it's worth it just for the the gas. I mean, I don't know yeah. driving like that, but like when it opens back up, man, I you know it's worth it. And you got a whole ass like baby too, so. Right. Yeah, I'm glad the damn gas prices come right down. Speaking of, the gas is wilding right now. <clears throat> I don't know. And it, it was crazy because, like, <clears throat> the Circle K's, um, there's a few of them, like, around my area. They have 20 cents per gallon off on Thursdays. So I just happened to notice that one day. Like, I wasn't buying gas. I was just going in the store. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to try to, like, map out my gas around that. That's a nice little savings. <clears throat> so the gas just happened to spike on that Thursday, like, that next Thursday. And I'm like, damn, that's some bullshit. Like, they jacked the price up to give you 20 cents off, and that's where that shit be. But that was, it wasn't just them doing that shit. Like, that shit was for real. So. Nice week. Well, it looks like Wood is, is go, so I'll just go next. Um, I'm good. Um, I had um, my wife planned a surprise uh, birthday weekend for me, um, which was cool. Like, a bunch of my friends came from out of town. I guess they all got COVID tests. Some of them took the shot, and they was, like, kind of fucked up come Saturday. They was kind of just stuck in the bed and shit, not doing shit because the, the shot took over. But, I mean, in general, it was great, man. We had a good time. Um, really appreciative everyone came out and, and just showed love. So, it was dope. And what about you? What's been going on with you, man? Oh, everything's good, man. Well, all right. All right. <laughs> so, let's get to the topics then. Um, so, what everybody been talking about all week? Let's just get into it. So, Derrick Jackson, we talked about Derrick Jackson before, I think, 
probably season one, <laughs> year one or whatever. I think I was one. He was like really, really kind of getting a lot of notoriety for being a, a, a dirty Mac and a fuck nigga. Like he made a career as a relationship guru, but it was his content was kind of centered on uh, like bashing niggas, basically saying niggas is sorry, niggas is broken, niggas is trifling, niggas be cheating, niggas ain't shit, basically. And that was his that was his um, claim to fame. That's what got him over a million followers, and and probably that sweet house he lives in. Um, but recently. He got caught, apparently, allegedly or whatever, got caught cheating in his home, like fucking the, the chick in his house, which is in his bed, I think, which was fucking crazy. But he got caught doing that shit, um, and the fallout's been ridiculous. Uh, there has been videos of him and his his wife, um, Denia, um, kind of... Hold on, hold on. Her real name is Denia? Denia. Oh, it sounds like Denial, but Denia. <laughs> Okay, um, which is ironic, obviously, but um, taking they took they did a video where they talked about what happened and how she's gonna stay with him and and all that shit. Um, niggas went in on denial, I guess, because denial was cool with me. She gave me uh, sexy stuff, but she they was clowning her for wearing a beanie and not having a bra and having looking raggly. I guess I thought she was just fine, but the people didn't like it. <laughs> Says she, she oh, like oh, dealing with PTSD. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> take your time, Pastor. I'm about to choke. I'm good. I'm good. Um, they was going in on a girl, but in general, this is just another um, case of niggas getting caught up in their own hype. And in my opinion, but what did y'all think of this whole Derek Jackson situation? All right. Uh, did you say raggly? Yeah, raggly. Thing. Um, so like you said, uh, we kind of went in on uh, Derek Jackson, like, like I said, a year, year and a half ago. Um, and we got some blowback. Like, y'all just hating on him because he's telling women what they need to hear and don't fuck with fuck niggas and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but that's not why we didn't fuck with him. It was like the things he was saying. He was just like, well... If a, if a man isn't doing you right, it's probably because he live at his mama house and he got a little bit of dick and uh, he went to bed till he was four. Like, he would just go in on these men, like these imaginary men, just pandering to women. And we like to call them, you know, pander bears on this podcast. And women would, like, eat that shit up. This nigga had, like, millions of followers. And this nigga would give uh, these fucking... Uh, seminars filled with women asking him asking him like how sh- what shit they do to find a good man and this nigga would incorporate God and y'all know how I feel about when niggas do that shit like this nigga was just like king of the fuck niggas so yeah it comes out like one of his mistresses um, there you go yeah you wanted me on the boards today man That's yeah what you, you told you, you're, you're on it um <laughs> She had she had the receipt. So initially he was like, "Nah, what y'all talking about? <laughs> nah, I didn't cheat with me." Then it, <laughs> go ahead. And, and you know what else he did that was kind of crazy? Like I saw a video. I feel like it was like Saturday, Friday, whatever. It must have been Saturday. And he was like, "Y'all, I'm gonna respond. I literally just buried my dad two hours ago. Like, come on, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? you try to like deflect on that. Like, you ain't know what people was tripping about or whatever. And you know, like." 
oh, that shit lame. And then he turns around and runs his fucking patented spider two white banana panda bear shit. Like, hey, everybody, I'm here with my lovely wife. Isn't she lovely, guys? Like, come on, bro. Like, and the thing is, like, he kept his damn near kept his marriage a secret for the first couple weeks. Like, it's still women that didn't know he was married until this shit came out. Like, wait, that nigga's married? Like, the nigga who, you know, take hard nipple shirt off pictures? Like, that nigga there? Like, everything he was doing, man, it was just to gain women's trust and take advantage of them. Like, he's the worst type of nigga. Uh, so, going to, like, the video of, like, her sitting there with her bonnet on and him, like, squeezing the shit out of her hand. Like, this nigga... Doesn't seem like he has a genuine bone in his whole fucking body. Like even that was like, yeah. Um. So I want to address this. Um. So yeah. I, you know, I, I did a, inappropriate things. And when I say inappropriate, it was uh, you know, it was sex and some other things that people might think were. Like that nigga just glossed over like it was sex, but then said some lesser things after it. Like this nigga is. But this like, nigga is also referring to himself right. in the third person, like. Hold on, Which, we gonna, hold on, we get, we're going to get to that. That's He did something uh, even worse. So then, like, um, he got a, he has his wife out there bad, and we, we can get it. We don't have to go in on her, but I see the type of woman that he had at home, which allowed him to do that. Like, she is off. Uh, she's one of those, uh, I refer to them as, like, Jesus freaks. Like, when she speaks, <laughs> Double you can tell, like, the elevator didn't go all the way to the top floor. So I and I think she wrote like this long ass shit that I didn't read. And you know, she I think she might have gotten raped at one time in her life. And like a lot of times when people have those traumatic experiences, they go to church and you know, that's kind of like their es- escape from like the reality. So they need that to keep going and not dealing with that. So I mean, that's a whole nother thing we get into another day. But uh, he knew what he had at home, and she doesn't seem like she was the type to question him on anything or, you know, if that nigga left for a week and didn't tell her where he was, like, she believed that God's got him. You know, just he probably used God. Well, he used God in manipulating just everybody else, all the other women, so I'm sure he used it to manipulate her. So this shit is just crazy. You know, we told y'all niggas, you know, in the words of Lil Boosie's daughter, you know, we told y'all niggas, like, this was the type of nigga he was, but y'all, y'all wanted to ride with him. And I saw a meme, um, like, last week that it was like, I don't understand why men lie to women because if a woman likes a nigga enough, she'll lie to herself. It was a lot of that going on. Like, women wanted, wanted this nigga to be who he was. Like, and he, he kept talking about, you know, nobody's perfect and, you know, you shouldn't put anybody on a pedestal. But he he spoke in a way that he put him he put his own pussy on a pedestal. Right. Like, you, you did that, like, yeah, man of high integrity and all this other shit. And, but, nigga, like, you talk all that shit, people are going to believe that's what you what you really believe and that's the way you're living. So it's just, this is really fucked up. But it's kind of like one of those things, like, when you see the people... Um, on Facebook, like people you may know, you'd be like, "Oh, that motherfucker kind of cute." Uh, I probably know this person. Like, you don't know that motherfucker. Like, stop adding people you don't know just because y'all got mutual friends and you think they're cute. That's all they were doing with uh, Derek Jackson. 
You want to call a nigga Dexter Jackson? I don't know. Why. <laughs> Quincy Zone. Quincy Florida Zone. Um, I mean, I I don't fuck with. I'm about to call this nigga Dexter too. I don't fuck with what's his name, David? What's Derek? Derek. I, I don't fuck. I don't fuck with Derek Jackson, and I really don't. I really don't care about the situation that much. I think it's actually pretty humorous. I care more about her than I do him because she's more humorous than that nigga. But fuck both of them. What I don't like about the situation is, I don't fuck with um. Like when people make situations bigger than what it is and they feel like we got to go and do this whole dog and pony show about, you know, psychosis and, you know, this I'm trying to be a better person. Because what happened with I mean, Quavo and Offset, these niggas will go sleep with a chick and be like, I fucked up and then do whatever they got to do to get the chick back. They don't like go on TV and be like, well, you know. I got a situation where I grew up in a household with this and this is where I'm coming from. But I don't fuck with the whole the whole jog down memory lane and I'm trying to be a better person and we're working through this. Because, I, I mean, you cheated. Like, it's not really a whole lot to talk about. And I feel like you're just trying to smooth this shit over. And to me, it's real, it's real disingenuous. I mean, just the fact going on a live television, right? Like, just even doing this podcast, right? It's very deliberate to do something like this, like even a podcast. You got to set up a camera. You got to start audio. You got to make sure that you're in the frame. You got to do all of that shit before you go and talk about you and your wife, right? And the shit that y'all are going through. And for people that are really mad at each other, you don't have time for that shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not doing that fucking shit. Like, that's not going to happen. But both of these two people have gotten together. They're deliberately going through these paces to to create content and to me, it's just, it's, it's a dog and pony show. I guess she got a book. She's trying to promote her book. And to him, I mean, his 15 minutes was almost up from what I was looking at. I mean, uh, a buddy buddy that was shitting on people on his show, Kevin Samuels, was stealing Derrick Jackson's shine. So Derrick Jackson, this is good for him because this gets more content and more listeners back into his court. You know what I'm saying? That's the way I look at it. There's not nothing. Cheating is not nothing to unpack. It's not nothing to talk about. He didn't go on a killing spree. He's not a serial killer. He's not a psychopath. There's no, there's no layers of the onion to fucking uncover. So I don't understand why we're even spending the energy even talking about this shit. Unless we're talking about the bad shit insanity that is his wife. That is where the true entertainment value <laughs> lies. That bitch is fucking nuts. Like, hey boy. When, when she wrote that monologue or whatever, that manifesto talking yeah. about vaginal secretions and was like and was juxtaposing that with things in like psalms and like think about it I don't like I don't like pussy juice on my bible pages so she was going like back and forth with it and it was throwing me off because you can't talk about vaginal secretions and then say but you know as the lord said in psalm such such, it's like baby you gotta keep Uh the two separate because right now I'm confused I don't know if we being nasty or if we being biblical like she's she's really off her fucking rocker, and like y'all said, she's a true Jesus freak. But I feel that she's got some other freak hidden in there somewhere too. That's kind of simultaneously coming out, and to me, it's mixed messages. And that's the thing that's where the bad shit crazy is coming from. I wouldn't well, I, I wouldn't sleep without my pistol around that bitch. Go ahead, JoJo. No, I'm about to say that that also happens now. Now, some of the biggest freaks from the past do turn into Jesus freaks. Um, 
So you do you do have a point there. But but so, before we go before we go further though, I do need we do need to we need to find clarity before we talk about batshit batshit shit. Is it a bonnet or is it a beret? What are we doing? It wasn't a bonnet. It was like it's a, a butt. Knit. It was a knit cap. It was one of the Nick caps, yeah. They kind of, the way she had it sitting though, it kind of looked like a bonnet. But upon closer inspection, it was, it was not a bonnet. But everybody said she didn't have on a bra, so basically they just turned <laughs> turned the turret from the bonnet that wasn't a bonnet to she don't have on a bra. And somebody said she needs a facial, and they, I mean, they just went. Niggas was going in on that girl for no yeah, reason. Yeah, it was like it's called a bonnet. A bonnet? Seriously? Yeah. Before before the term bonnet was popularized, like it was this girl. So I used to, when I was in middle school, I used to have to ride the bus to my neighborhood high school and then get on another bus to go to my middle school. And there was this girl, she was in high school that used to ride the bus <laughs> with us. And she used to come up to the bus stop every morning with a bonnet on. Now, to be clear, her hair was always fucking immaculate so she was really preserving the hairstyle I have some concerns that everybody's not doing that some people wear that shit as like a head covering like like a hat but that's another we'll do that on the bonnet episode but at that point nobody really knew what it was like it was new and these <laughs> these two niggas in my neighborhood used to call that shit a painter's cap oh lord <laughs> but Kev, I mean damn Kevin Samuel De- Derek Devin Samuels? Derek <laughs> Jackson. Another classic example of the shit I hate. We only give a fuck because this nigga's an air quote celebrity. You know what I'm saying? But the issue for me is you did what you did. It was briefly a story because, like, it's already been touched on a million times how you shitted on everybody else. So it's like, ah, man, this nigga was really a whole fraud out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it wasn't for that, nobody would really care. But we've now, we being society, social media community, whoever, people at large, we've like given him way too much airtime. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, I believe him and the wife are just trolling. I don't think nothing wrong with neither one of them motherfuckers. They're just riding the wave at this point. They're selling a book. Um, apparently, you get paid if you get a certain number of hits or posts or whatever. I mean, I've heard it, a rumor. I ain't never had no shit that went viral. I ain't never got a check from them and shit. But I think they're just riding the wave. There's nothing wrong with them. Like, the girl... The wife, I think, is clearly trolling. Like, today she came out with a fatigue shirt on with the saxophone in the background. Like, <laughs> I, I, think, I think they're just wilding right now. You Getting ready for 100 practice, nigga. We give, right. <laughs> she got to be on the these, patch early in the morning. <laughs> right. We give these, quote unquote, celebrities so much play. And it's like, why? Like, your next door neighbor is cheating, too. Like, that car that pulls up every day is not his fucking wife. And nobody says nothing about that, but because it's Derek fucking Jackson. You know what I'm saying? But the jokes are great. I've enjoyed that um, for the most part. You know, as long as it's pretty harmless. Like, one of my favorite ones was um, there was a picture of him with his Tuskegee football uniform on, and somebody called him a Tuskegee airhead. And, you know, <laughs> like, I'm just enjoying the jokes, but it's like, 
with all the shit going on with Deshaun Watson and some of the other stuff that's going on, this shit really could have got swept under the rug, but he wants to keep it going. Like, the narcissist in him wants to keep it going. And he's going to... He's going to bounce back from this if he's still down the slip and slide. Surely somebody's in his DM. You know what I'm saying? Like some mm. people thrive off stuff like that. Like, oh, he got a wife, so I'm gonna go at him harder because I I took your man or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, but I mean, but but we did see baby that that he did sleep with. Now, I mean, that wasn't a hard take. Shawty, Shawty was straight now. Yeah, she was. Straight. But I don't think he. I I, I feel like. I feel like neither of them really care. Like she gave me stud vibes. Like I don't feel like she like. I went because her... they had that picture with her with a whole ass like, like man the suit, suit. Right. Yeah. Not even just that. Well, well, like, hey, was that a cutoff suit? What was, what was that? It, was it looked like, like a, a vest and a um, vest, yeah. a vest okay. and slack set from K and G. Oh, Junior Deacon. Yeah. Junior Deacon set. <laughs> Virginia Deacon suit for sure, for sure. But she had like she had that on. She had all I saw, and and maybe I mean I kind of agree with all y'all saying like she they building the it's kind of all phony because she tried to look extremely crazy. Like either either it was scripture or pictures of her in karate outfits about to do karate, or it was her in um, pasta suits. So I was like, what's up? You know she's doing a great like, job. She's doing a great job at either being nah, crazy I or acting off. I think she's off. But this is the yeah, thing, right. though. She might How be off a, a hair, but it ain't. It ain't nothing like that. They trolling now. Oh, yeah, trolling. these niggas ain't got no real jobs. Like this nigga, Derek Jackson, job is the shit on niggas and sell shitty books. His old lady trying to sell books. Like they, this is how this is their career. And to five thousands point, um, old boy um, was taking his wave. You know what I'm saying? Like, so how do you get back into getting a notoriety, getting attention? This is the way. I don't know. I think it's a, a desperate attempt. Because, controversy. No. Yeah, it's controversy. And people love that type of shit. But the thing is, no one's going to go to you for relationship advice. I don't think anybody should go to anybody for relationship advice. No one's a relationship expert because each relationship is inherently different. So how are you going to be an expert on some shit? But that, that's the that's thing. But that's the thing. But that, see, but the what the thought process is a i want to be a content creator and then you go to b all right what type of content do i create he's already did the relationship advice thing that that 15 minutes is up he's pivoting into the next level which is i guess is me and my batshit crazy wife i don't know how that's about to go but that's the next that's the next you know what i'm saying that's the next iteration of what they about to do. I don't think he gives a fuck if he's not a relationship advice guru anymore. As long as he gets the likes, as long as he gets the YouTube revenue or whatever from people listening to his shit, he's straight. That's it. Like you said, he's a narcissist. He he doesn't care. uh, Like you say, he hit her for so long. And I think she's taking this opportunity to like build her followers up. Um, I would have to go back and look, but I had checked her page like the first day, just to see who she was when all this first dropped, she had like six thousand followers. I'm sure she's probably multiplied that by tenfold at this point, because even like the posts that she's making, like all these cryptic kind of faux spiritual posts, like I was looking at their secretions on penetration and all of this, like it's real weird and cryptic and like. She yeah, she probably down there at least at probably fifty thousand followers. She had fifty seven point nine thousand followers. Mm-hmm. You right. If, there, if she took, there, if she there. took like 
the Bible verses out, she might have a future in like erotic, like literature or whatever, like erotic fiction. Cause she was talking that talk until she like uh-huh. mixed the Bible stuff into it. It was like you had you had you got some chub. Hey, she was Ooh, like she was a little dan- she, she did was, something now. She I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna she was Danielle Steele for them first couple stanzas. She said she, she was hating on the secretions, nigga. Mm. Yeah, that mm, that was wild. But yeah, we could say that for the secretions episode. That was crazy. <laughs> 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 like, uh, that shit wild, man. So speaking of wild shit, so Sweet and Quavo also has some shit. Sweet's a rapper, I guess. And I yes. see how she look. She does rap songs. She does rap tunes. And Quavo, we know Quavo from the Migos or whatever. So them fools broke up, I guess, because uh, Quavo got caught cheating on Sweetie. Um, young nigga shit. I mean, but is what, that happened? what happened? Is that I think it is what happened. It was what, infidelity. Do something different. Was. Yeah. I thought it was because she went on that show with a with an ex. What I saw was, I saw different things then because I All saw right. some. Yeah. Well, we I, th- I thought it was infidelity. I well, thought it was infidelity was, 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 with with. Well, so so Sweetie, as it's spelled, um, she went on a show with uh, Justin LaBoy, I guess is his name, LaBoy, and. Man. Some people huh? say just saying LA boy. I thought it was Lil Boy too. I yeah, I think it was it's Lil Boy. Boy too. And uh Justin uh Puffy son, Justin Combs, uh, which is her ex. So she went on a show with the with with uh those two. It was like a video show, uh, internet show, I don't know, maybe it's a YouTube show. And from what the Twitter feed says like they still had some chemistry you can kind of tell like at one point uh they were talking about dating different zodiac signs and um they asked justin i guess puffy son about like has he ever dated a cancer he was like yeah i dated a cancer before and she was like anyway i think it's time for some shots because i guess he was talking about her you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it was that dynamic and then like they asked her like if a nigga doing what he's supposed to do and he asked for a threesome, would you do it? And then she made a little joke about like, um, you know, if he's doing whatever he's supposed to be doing, yeah, I'm gonna let her, I'm gonna let him pick the nigga for the threesome or whatever. So everybody was like, oh, so she was just joking and making a joke or whatever. But you know, people take it to a whole nother level. So I think Quavo did cheat also, but I think. He ended up breaking up with her because of that, even though he was cheating. So it's just been a mess. But I think, and then afterwards, they said that he um, got the Bentley repo that he gave her for her birthday or something like that, which was found to be untrue. But I, I know uh, 5,000 had posted in the Facebook group, like, do y'all really take y'all shit back after y'all break up? So I I've never thought to do that um with anybody. I think it's kind of fucked up. I did have an ex who gave me a Mavado watch and when we broke up. She's like, I want my watch back. I was like, bitch, that's my watch. Was that, in the height, like, was that in the height of Movado? Yeah, this was like this is like twenty years. This was like Were you trying to gauge like the value of that shit? Yeah, like was that? <laughs> it was like two thousand five. I thought you get a Movado at Walmart now, but like back when like Movados were Movadoing. 
Oh, Movado's ain't sweet no more? I don't wear the white. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You can't get no Movado from Walmart, nigga. That's <laughs> not true. This nigga mad because he's still right, 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 like, right. I don't believe you. Why? I've never been given nothing. I've never been given nothing that sweet to nah, where it was nah. like, you can take it back. Like, what you gonna be like? Give me back. Like, I can't think of nothing on top of my head like something that would really be like, I want that shit back. It's, you know not, it's not about that, though. It's about their faux principle in their head. Like, motherfucker took shit back for me that they didn't even want their damn self, but it's just the fact that I wasn't going to have it. You know what I'm saying? Like, motherfucker took uh, some video games with no fucking system. What you going to do with that shit? Yeah. Nothing. Right. But, like, the Bentley, like, the Bentley, like, that's big, though. Like, I mean, I don't know if Sweetie can go and just replace the Bentley, right? Just off the strip. Huh? She get a Corolla. I mean, she get a means. Of right, but that's what I'm saying. She's like, like, like you done told all your girls you in the Bentley now, so on and so forth, and now you have no Bentley, and it's like you don't have shit. But like my little, like my little, my little watch or whatever that I got that you know that's however many hundreds of dollars. Ain't nobody give a fuck about that. Like, be like, who? Like, who can? Like, I I don't know how that feels. Right. You know what I'm saying? Somebody to repossess something that is really irreplaceable. You feel me? And me, I've never been the type of person where it would be like, give me my shit back. Because if I hate you and I don't want to be a fuck around you no more, I just want you gone. Like, I don't want nothing from you. Like, bitch, take whatever the fuck I've given you. I don't even remember what I've given you. I just want you gone and out of my life so I can move on and go get these chicken fingers from Zaxby's. That's just where my mind is at. Like, I, like, Cause if I go and get shit from you, or if I want shit from you, that means I have to continue to engage with you, and that really means that I'm not as mad as I think I am on the inside because I keep engaging with you on shit. Motherfucker who's really through and really mad is really through. Like when she said, like everybody talking about when she said, "Take care." That was a bitch that was kind of through with a nigga. You know what I'm saying? A nigga who's through be like, "All right, bitch, all right for sure. Bye. Close the door, lock the door, and I don't need to see you no more." Uh, let me ask you this question. So if you propose to a woman, all right, and it didn't make it to the marriage stage, should you get that ring back? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm only say this based on my um <clears throat> I'm gonna crisscross real quick. It was an episode of the first 48, and the nigga said they ain't do that shit because they were just at the house watching Judge Show. But I used to watch a lot of Judge Shows. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> basically, uh, an engagement ring is a gift in contemplation and anticipation of a marriage. So if you don't get married, you are entitled to that shit back. Now, if you would want it back or want to get it back, that's up to you, but you would definitely be entitled to that shit. Um and I guess it just depends. To me, I I would think it would be kind of weird to want to keep that shit on really on both sides. Yeah. Like if I was a girl, I wouldn't want to keep it because you're gonna meet another dude at some point, and you're not about to get married to me with another nigga ring. Some niggas might not trip off of that because then they'd be like, "Shit, dog, I ain't even got to buy no motherfucking ring." She already nah, got. Nah, man, that's a that's a nah, weird nigga. So, but I'm just saying, so niggas uh, done that though. She, she wouldn't want to give up. Reason why she would want to keep it is because it's worth X thousands amount of dollars. dollars. It's worth thousands right. of dollars. It's a fucking diamond, and it's, it's free. It's all it's all profit to her. She can take your twenty thousand dollar ring or whatever the fuck it is, and she don't even have to haggle. 
all right, it's twenty thousand dollars. All right, I give you seven for it. All right, fuck it, sold. I ain't paying shit for it. I, I like definitely <laughs> on profit, and that's what happens. Like one of my homegirls, she told me that shit. She had got divorced. She was like, she definitely didn't get fair market value for that shit. But hey, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, to me, I don't like the perception of the shit. Like I've I've personally never asked for shit back because it's like the same shit. Like. If I bought you some shit, chances are it wasn't like neutral gender or otherwise. So what am I going to do with it back? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really, it's really no point. And also, you know, the perception of like, oh, this weak ass nigga, that nah, no, you'll never. I mean, you call me weak, but you'll be lying and making that shit up. You know what I'm saying? So whatever, like, keep that shit. I don't give a fuck about that shit. But yeah, people done took shit, and it's it's all about spite. You know what I'm saying? Like. Um, I remember one of my girlfriends broke up with me on my birthday and like mm. took the fucking birthday cake and out and then she came back and was like, Oh, I don't want this shit and put the birthday cake back down, but whatever little package she had bought, probably some bullshit I didn't want anyway, some fucking socks or some shit. That sounded like Mr. Girl number one. Like doing bullshit like that. One would definitely (laughs) take whatever the fuck back. Yeah. I really wish she was on here right now. Um she would definitely take that shit back. But yeah, like I don't give a fuck. Take that shit. You're not hurting me, man. You know what I'm saying? You just really furthermore letting me know where we stand or don't for that matter. So, hey, have that shit. Safe travels. A, a question I have is, so is there pressure for takeoff to cheat on somebody now? I don't even hear takeoff. I think takeoff just living his life like a normal nigga. Right. But like everybody else is getting in trouble, getting their shit off like with like uh, top take art off. take take off is a third uh, amigo for people out there who are not <laughs> did we need do we need it to pop up video of that i don't know we have you know a, a damn different type of listener that's man. fucked up to be takeoff man like nigga gotta be I like, feel like oh, takeoff just... ain't got no old lady though i feel like takeoff is i mean the thing is also i guess sweetie's kind of high Duh. profile cardi b's definitely high profile takeoff might just be with a chick that work at um goddamn the... um what's the wing spot American Which Deli. one? Yeah, out of all the wing spots, American Deli. All the wing spots. Right. I'm thinking but, she works at American Deli. But while you playing, so that's kind of the message of this whole podcast, this episode. Like, typically, the nigga who's, like, not on the scene and, like, kind of even, that's the nigga, that's the realest nigga out of the bunch. The nigga who's most about protecting hoes is probably the nigga who's cheating on the hoes and doing the worst. The nigga who's most about being on the hose is probably the gay one. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the nigga that's right in the middle who's not really, like, trying to go extra hard in any direction. That's probably, like, the realest nigga. Takeoff might have the most hoes out of all the niggas. But he knows how to manage his situation better. We don't know. He probably does, but he also probably doesn't, isn't trying to lock nobody down. I mean, I mean, Quavo and Sweet been together for a while. Um, What's the call it? What's the other nigga? Cardi B nigga. Offset? They married. Cardi B's husband? (laughs) Yeah, like, them niggas married. So it's like, I mean, I think Takeoff is probably, he's the youngest out of the group. He's probably just chilling like a young nigga should. No, but Takeoff is probably, Takeoff probably got some skins on his his wall. Is that the same? Or whatever the fuck it is? I think so. I mean, that nigga name is Takeoff. Right. Right. Takeoff. Like, Go get them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 
Like, I wouldn't sleep on Takeoff. To me, Takeoff would be the nigga in the group that you probably got to worry about the most, but he just knows how to manage his fucking situation. That's probably the realest nigga in the group. Nah, he probably is. I mean, because Quavo looking real goofy. But, um... Who's the who's the realest nigga in Cash Money out the Big Timers? And, so, and everybody. BG. 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 Well, outside of BG, who hair on himself. <laughs> to me, the realest nigga is still probably Slim. Like the nigga, I you, about it. Uh, like, you don't know shit about that. You don't know shit about. He don't do shit. He don't get caught in shit. He don't even look like he related to none of them to uh to fucking baby or none of that shit. But he probably the nigga that do the most dirt. The nigga you probably got to worry about the most. But you never hear about this nigga because he knows how to manage the situation. But that, I mean, that's really how it should be in general. We shouldn't really know shit about nobody. I mean, we live in a time where everybody wants to share all they shit. And, and and let niggas know what's going on in their lives. But, I mean, for the most part, we really shouldn't know the inner workings of most people. Like, that's not how we were even designed. But you don't know but the inner workings of most people. You know the inner workings of the people who want to show you the inner workings of their life. That's what celebrities are. Derek Jackson, he wanted to show us who the fuck he was. So we said, oh, this nigga's a relationship expert. Why? Because he says he's a relationship expert. When the whole time, this is the nigga who most needs to help with his relationship. Kevin Samuels was out here. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Kevin Samuels is gay. So, <laughs> but he the nigga that's out you here. You can't call a nigga gay, dog. I just called it's him gay. It's not an insult. I don't give a fuck. No, I'm just saying. No, no, I'm just saying. It's not an insult if he not gay. It's just a lifestyle. Yeah, I, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with being gay, but don't be out here gay talking about you, the heterosexual, like, you teaching motherfuckers how to be in, I guess, uh, heterosexual relationships and you telling women this, that, and the third. Nigga gay. And he's perpetrator fraud. But, and there's nothing wrong with you being who you are, but he's the most like, let me tell you how to get on women. Let me tell women how to get on men. And this nigga's gay. That's just how it is. The nigga who always, when you go out, the nigga who always talk about, oh, nigga, I fuck one of these niggas up. I shoot one of these niggas. That's the nigga that can't fight. That's not the nigga you, that's not the nigga you want to fight with. The nigga who, we all know the story. The, who's the nigga that got on the most clothes at the basketball court? The nigga who can't shoot. Th- like that's life. Then come out yeah. in the whole fucking boys uniform. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's you. It's usually a deterrent, man. Like you know, people are feeling fucking uh, self conscious about shit, so they they overcompensate, nigga. That's why I was like, like a lot of niggas. So I was not around a lot of Miami niggas, like at fam, just because my roommate. And I was like. A lot of niggas just get goals in Florida so other niggas with goals don't fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? And I realized that being around niggas with goals. I was like, nigga, both my grandmamas got goals. I ain't scared of no nigga with goals just because you have goals. Nigga, you just go to the dentist and they fit you and you pay for it. Make an appointment. Right. So it's just a a lot of times niggas are really scared of shit so they do shit like that. Like they'll keep the dress and the goals just so a nigga with dress and goals don't fuck with them. And that's what a lot of people do just regularly. So that's what fucking Dexter Jackson did. He He's going to talk so much about a good nigga because he a piece of shit and you want to get found out that he's a piece of shit. Same thing with a whole lot of frauds. You know what I'm saying? That they, they put, again, last week I said, like, when you expose yourself, you expose yourself. You think you, you're putting your best foot forward, but eventually you tell on yourself, man. That's what happens. Speaking of best foot forward, Deshaun Watson didn't put his best foot forward, man. Like, so Deshaun Watson 
is looking to leave. Allegedly. 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 Let me put the, you're right, you're right, you're right. Put allegedly in front of all of this because it's all alleged. Um, He, he's the current quarterback for the Houston Texans. I think he's great. I think he had a great season last season. Um, Me and Will debated this, but at any, at any rate, uh, he's looking to leave Houston. I did find it funny. And I will say just off the top that as he's been getting closer to getting out of Houston and getting interest from other teams and kind of getting trades going, um, at least in the rumor mills, a lot of uh, alleged incidents have started to pop up um, regarding him and his, his uh, and I guess how he's been with, with massage therapists in the area. Yeah. Um, several massage therapists in the area have accused him of doing things like a lot of um, sexual assault related allegations, um, threats being made, um, a lot of nasty shit. Like, um, I know there were some things allegedly saying he asked for, asked for booty play. He asked for, uh, what else, what else did he do? He grabbed their hands and put it on his, on his Johnson. Like, you know, like shit, you know. He's trying to get hit at the with the massage therapist and yeah, a lot of nasty <sighs> yeah. shit. And I feel like Deshaun, these are massage therapists. Why wouldn't you just hire a toot? You you got the money. Like these people's jobs are massage therapy. I didn't know what Deshaun Watson was stupid allegedly. So I mean, I feel like this was crazy. I I, but I. But it seems like the timing is crazy. It's kind of questionable to me. Um, there's been nothing but civil suits at this point. I think 14 at this point, last time I checked. Yeah. But there's there's no criminal charges that have been filed or anything of that nature um, has come up at this point. So uh, yeah, very fucked up, interesting situation. So <clears throat> firstly, any good lawyer who wants to get paid, and that's what this lawyer is, it's not about to file a criminal suit, right? I mean, the criminal suit makes it easier for the civil suit, but the criminal suit takes time. And you got to prove it, you know what I'm saying? And even though you may be able to prove it, even though it may be true, you may not be able to prove it in criminal court. They just want their money now, which is why they approached Deshaun Watson in the beginning. Hey, baby girl wants, I think it was a six-figure sum, in order for it to make it go away. This is about a year ago. Deshaun said, fuck off. So they said, fine. That's when the lawyer, she, she, uh, the lawyer said, fine, we'll have a civil suit. So then they had a civil suit. And okay, now all this information comes out. There was an apology from Deshaun Watson a year ago to the massage therapist saying, I'm sorry about what happened, so on and so forth. Uh, or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, basically. I'm sorry that it happened to you. Da, 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 da. I didn't mean it for it to come across that way. Fine. And then tried to throw other players on the massage therapist. Now, look, mm. I ain't saying Deshaun Watson did it. I ain't saying he didn't do it. But connecting the dots, like, you work you work for a professional football team. There is a full-time massage therapist, one of the best massage therapists probably in the area, that works for the team. All you have to do is make an appointment or go into the training room, and you can get a massage, Right? But that's not what we're doing here. So now Deshaun is going out. He's looking for third-party massage therapists. All of them just so happen to be women. There are connections with Deshaun Watson's phone numbers to third-party massage therapists soliciting massage therapy. 
all in Houston. This isn't like I go to Seattle, I need one in Seattle, I need one in LA, and I need one in Miami. These are all massage therapists, except for that one or two, in Houston. So my nigga, why do you need 14 different massage therapists in Houston? And you don't keep none of them? They're all trash. That's why you keep hopping from massage therapist to massage therapist. But they're so trash that you recommend them to the other players. I'm not saying you did it. I'm not saying you're not. You didn't do it. That's just a very peculiar situation to me. That doesn't sound like somebody who's looking for physical therapy, trying to keep their limbs flexible, trying to get ready for game day. Sounds like you're looking for the Asian massage parlor and not the real massage parlor. But I could be wrong. It just seems peculiar to me. So I was listening to this uh, sports radio show. You know, they kind of been piecemealing the information out. And apparently one of the dudes on there was like a former player. I didn't catch his name, or if I did, I didn't recognize who he was. But before um, more details came out, like when the shit first came out, when it might have been just like one girl or whatever, he was explaining, um, he was like, I was a young player in the league. I think he said he was married. He had hired like a massage therapist to come to his house, apartment, wherever the fuck he stayed. And his wife like stuck around. Um, she was like, you know, I just want to make sure basically don't know bullshit. Pop yeah, not like enough. she didn't trust him or nothing, but she didn't want it to be a situation where the girl tried to say some shit later. And he right. was like, you know, hindsight being 2020, I can appreciate that. So he went on to say, like, <clears throat> like the glutes and the groin area and all that are like super important because of like the bending and the different maneuvers and stuff you do in the course of uh, playing football or whatever. So then a day or two later, um, it comes out that Deshaun Watson was like, you know, asking about the glutes of the groin area. So the dude was basically like, um, he was like, you know, I would always ask like, hey, you know, are you comfortable like working the glutes, groin area, whatever? And he was like, if the chick said no, I'd be like, all right, cool. But I wasn't going to work with her again. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the stuff kind of adds up to what dude was saying, like before we even knew the information came out. So then I heard something about some NDAs or something like that, and people like, oh, that's kind of shady. But I don't really see it as that because I'm Deshaun Watson, a football player. I mean, if you've ever went and gotten a massage before, like a massage heights or whatever, you can take off as many clothes as you feel comfortable with. The people not tripping. I don't want to have my face down on the table and a motherfucker's like taking pictures of my ass or some shit to put this shit on. Right. Um, Instagram, so I mean, the NDA doesn't really bother me a whole lot or whatever, you know, and it's unfortunate because it's a lot of circumstantial stuff. I haven't really dug into it to know if this shit is legit or not, um, and I'm, I'm not really here to even question that, but now, that same um, show that I was listening to, I don't know if it's the same dude who's the football player or the other guy that's on there, but it was an attorney, and he was like, basically, his best path forward at this point is to just settle. You know what I'm saying? Like it's too, it's like an avalanche of circumstantial evidence. It's an avalanche of the court of public opinion and just basically cut the check, make yeah. the shit go away. Um, consider it a very expensive lesson and just let that shit be that because there's still going to be some fallout from the NFL. You might get suspended for six games or eight games a season, whatever the fuck. So you're going to be missing all them checks to just go on and tap out. 
Because he was like, at this point, you can't go to court. You're going to look like... Buy no two, like Chef court. said. Get a two to this point. Yeah, and, 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 but, and that too. Really, like, just if, if that's what you're doing. But then, I mean, the thing got, about that is... Five, it's got to be what he's doing. Like, we're talking about 14. Like, okay, let's take your groin... Let's take your groin example. By the time you get to number five on... I need somebody to work my groin. You gotta call your homeboy and be like, "Hey, dog, who you use for your groin?" Like <laughs> Wood, like Wood said, nigga, he he works for an NFL team. They got the best, the best groin pullers and ass But I mean, you might not want time. a sixty-five-year-old white man rubbing your groin or whatever. I mean, it's even like, but well, you in it for the wrong reason, then, <laughs> right? I mean, you trying to get your balls like, massaged. Like, okay, so like, I go, I go get a pedicure from time to time. I don't want the dude touching on my feet and shit. I just, I mean, I don't. I ain't going. And that's just my fucking stupid ass feet. That's fine, but you can can request. You can request a a woman massage therapist. I'm through. I'm sure through the Texans. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you're probably not the only one. Like, I don't want a dude. I don't want a, a male masseuse. But, so I, okay. I understand right. that. And, right. and, and, and well, after your first visit, when you go to your first visit to the to the to, to the pedicure place, whatever the fuck it's called, and you get the male foot person, you be like, I don't want that, and I didn't like that. You're either gonna refuse service, or ask for the female, the woman foot massager, the woman, the woman foot polisher, whatever the fuck the the person's name is. And the next time you go, you're gonna ask. Do you have a woman who does men's feet that will do my feet? You will ask for that on appointment number two, not fucking 14. Yeah, I mean, that's true. This nigga's filter is all fucked up. If, if he's on appointment number 14 and he still can't get the groin right, nigga, what is your filter right now? Like, I what's mean, going but, on? So, to everybody's point, yeah, it was probably a little bit of that in there. Like, uh, let's, you know, get a little attractive chick and see where I can take it or whatever. So, I mean, I don't know Deshaun Watson. I, you know, I, I just know him from the NFL, but Clemson is not my favorite team. I haven't followed his career. He seems like a pretty straight-laced guy by all accounts, whatever. I don't know. Maybe the nigga's just socially awkward and green and can't get on no chicks or whatever. I, I, I don't know. Like, you know, some niggas, like, I support a sales team at work. And this is one dude, one of the sales guys, he leads with free shit. Like, he'll be like, hey, customer, you know, hey, we got this product, you know what I'm saying? And it costs $1,000, but we can work with you on the price. Like, damn, let them tell you it's too expensive first. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just giving away free shit and... They might just say, okay, fuck it. So we'll take it. Like, let them tell you first. So maybe he's just leading with, he's trying not to come across as socially awkward. So it's like, well, I already got them kind of in this natural one-on-one environment. And then I'll just try to go from there and get some extras. So I I don't that's know. A, that's a big zero to, <laughs> like, socially awkward. You try to get a handy from somebody you just met. Like, I, nigga, that's socially awkward for me, you know? And right. I meet people every day that fucking try to get a hand job for a motherfucker I just met. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> y'all keep saying, why not get a prostitute? Like, this is some nigga's kink. You know what I'm saying? Like True. the Bill Cosby's and the Darren Sharpers of the world. Like, women threw themselves at Darren Sharper, especially in New Orleans. Like, 
That nigga's rich. They thought he was attractive. Like, he could hit pretty much anything he wanted to, but he liked to drug women and do bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's like some niggas kinking, especially when you get to a place where you're you're rich and you have women throwing themselves at you. Like, niggas be trying new shit. Or, some, you know, some niggas just have the money now to explore that type of yeah. kink. Like, we know chef likes to fuck cousins so like at one point if he is like <laughs> rich enough where he can like fly like his fourth or fifth cousin through you know what i'm saying or like step whatever like not blood cousins step cousins like cousins by marriage like and like he wouldn't give a fuck because it's on the yacht you know what i'm saying and like fuck it you know what i'm saying we cousins but we it's not incest if it's on a yacht right so I don't know. It could just be a point of like now I can do all the freaky shit that I've ever wanted to do. So, but he can't because he. I mean, it's still. It's, no, no, it's I, still right. Yeah, it's still. It, I mean, social. No, I'm not even. But this is the thing. It probably would work for another person. It just doesn't work for Deshaun Watson. Like, he probably like he bring a massage therapist in. It's cute. She probably would have did this shit for a nigga she fucked with, but she don't. They don't, none of them fuck with you. Um, well, but this is a motherfucker's job. Like right. that's what I'm saying. So we get into yeah. that whole. It's a weird. Like, no, no, but I'm saying like, yeah, like as a, <laughs> as a uh, massage therapist, man, it's not fair that a nigga's just gonna like plop his dick out every time yeah. and see what you're going to do. Like, that's, you know what I'm saying? That, that would scare right. the fuck out of me. Well, you also like, got to yeah, ask like, the question, these are the 14 that weren't with it. There are massage therapists yeah, that you probably hit up that are with absolutely with it. Like, of the 14... You probably get to absolutely, man. It's some of, these motherfuckers is not even massage therapists. Like, the massage is a facade. Like, absolutely. Some, some people of them, man. It. I know some real massage therapists. No, 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 no. no absolutely. We're, no, we're agreeing with you. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And in a town like Houston, Houston? Atlanta, Atlanta Chicago, right. All these big, large black cities, man. Um, You could find that shit if that's what you're into. But that. I'm having trouble pinpointing exactly what it is that this nigga was into. And maybe I haven't just read enough of, like, the reports or whatever the fuck kind of stuff they got. I'm just listening to the show on the sports radio show. But um, it's, it's very it's unfortunate all the way around. And um, I feel comfortable saying that it was probably nothing really untoward done because I think they would have gone to the police or whatever and also now here's another point that the dude made he was like everybody's come forward under the Jane Doe pseudonym so they probably don't want to talk about this shit in open court or whatever either like they you have an yeah. opportunity to just pay the shit off and go but now they're like alright what is it 16 now? 16 now? I think it was, was like, 14, 14 two, two days whatever ago. the number is they like you kind of damn near got to put a bulletin out like, hey, anybody else? Come on. We about to go to this mediation. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Because he was like, you don't want to settle these 14 and then five more motherfuckers pop up. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit becomes like whack-a-mole. Yeah. So, thing is, you can't ask nobody to eat your ass and and put and, and get a rim job and stick your finger up the butt. Like, that's all inappropriate. Man, that's watch. not working. Like, that ain't working the glutes. That's not going to work I mean, on it nobody. Is. It is. No, no. It is working the glutes, <laughs> it's literally but that's working that. the glutes, but it's inappropriate. 
I mean, I mean, I, I think it was either it was either. You don't believe in body language no more. But I think it was. I mean, he's a trick though. I mean, it was either it was either J. Joe or Pimpin that said a trick is going to trick because that's what tricks do. That's what this nigga does. If he's tricking like that, so to him, all these women are fitting the same profile. It's not really a massage therapist. He's going in there yeah. with a the mindset. Yeah. She is what she is. She's not really a massage therapist. She's way too cute to actually be certified in a real massage therapist. I'm about to get her to the crib and I'm about to get this ass ate. Like that's on that's what's on these niggas' mind. Why he just want to go to the address though and like find somebody to do that shit? That address is a spot in Houston, not like pull oh, up. Okay. What's that? What's that? Address. Because a, that's not club. the kink, man. That's right. not the kink. No, nah, the kink is to get like because he saw that shit on X videos where you had like the real actual massage therapist come to your house and he'd be like, "Well, can we get some some shit cranking if I give you a little tip?" And like, yeah. "All right." You know well, what I'm saying? I thought that was the voice you do for niggas. Like, right. I, I was just about <laughs> to say, if somebody was talking to me voice. in that voice, I'm a, like, Kyle's cutie. I'm going to nigga be in the skis. But, like, I mean... Well, he, how about we go stay on the shot watch it, though? We had, like... Yeah, we can't keep it moving. What's next? Speaking of the shot watch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> since, he's, since he's... It's the shot watch versus sports. Speaking of football teams... <laughs> Yeah, the next thing was the shootings, but okay. Um, so we missed, I think this happened like the next day after we recorded last week, I believe. But there was a spot, uh, sh- um, there was a, a mass shooting uh, in Georgia. Um, no, I thought we were going to skip those shootings. You didn't say that. Oh, yeah, I said go to you the said, verses. You said it looked fine. We'll no, I'm saying like now we're talking a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, all right, cool. White you spent all, you all your sad news on Deshaun Watson <laughs> for 30 minutes. Cool. It's funny because um, I talked to my daughter. I'd be like, "See, you fucked up by your TV time in the tub playing." <laughs> 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 Gotta be a trade. Shit today. Yeah, that's definitely how I should work. But um, recipes for the to the people who got shot in. Stop Asian. Yeah. Stop Asian. Oh, we kind of gotta talk about it now because stop Asian hate. Hey, man, go ahead. Go ahead. Don't worry about it. No, go ahead. Ahead. Man, you go, go ahead. ahead. I want to hear what you got to say. I mean, because oh, I... Oh, no, he's about to make enemies. Oh, fuck. Maybe we should... No, I, I, no I'm not about to make enemies. I don't fuck with... I don't fuck with black people saying that we shouldn't say stop Asian hate. Like, okay. I just... I, I, I don't get that part. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like any racial group being gunned down and discriminated against because of who they are... It's something that we can all get behind, especially black people. That's not nothing controversial that you got to explain why we're getting behind that. But when we started to peel back the layers, man, and black people were like, stop Asian hate. There were plenty of black people talking about, hey, man, we, hey, man, we can't say that. Why y'all saying that, man? We, we, we got issues of our own going on. How you going to go and say stop, stop, stop Asian hate and shit like that? And I'm like. No one race or ethnicity has monopoly on hate and discrimination. You know what I'm saying? Like, how how do you feel, especially as black people, that we shouldn't support anybody who's discriminated against in this country? We're probably the first pe- the first peoples of this country to be discriminated against. The Indians got it bad, but we were probably discriminated against before them. We're the original sin of Native Americans. Native Americans. That they don't fuck with, you know what I'm saying? So we've been dealing with this longer than anybody. So we should ride for everybody, you know what I'm saying? And even if they don't ride for us, 
we can still hope and be hopeful that they will ride for us eventually. You know what I'm saying? That's just a Christian thing to do. We so fucking holy and we so about Jesus and Christianity, but we don't act like it, man. Like to me, that hurt my heart. When I hear black people say stuff like that, that makes me not hopeful about our people. No matter how much we get kicked down and how much we get shot and all of this shit, I always have hope because we're always the bigger people. We're always, we always have God close to us. We're always trying to do the right thing. We're always going to be good because we have that righteousness about us. But when we lose that and we're like, nah, man, fuck them Asians. Let them get shot. We got black people shit to worry about. When I hear that, that hurts my heart. That makes me, I feel a little bit of shame in that because of all the people in this country, we should be the ones that understand any group that gets shitted on the most. And we should be the first ones to support them. I don't understand any other mentality. About I agree. That. I agree completely. And yeah. also the fact that these were, these women were basically being our, the, you know, they're looked down on because they were sex workers for all intents and purposes. So it's, it's, it's the, it's the mix of them being Asian. It's the mix of all the ugly stereotypes that go with Asian women. Um, so there's a lot of ugly shit. I mean, the dude has not been given any sort of, like, like no one's really been hitting him over the head like this. This fool's a racist and all this shit. It's like he had a sex addiction. This is the best he could do to deal with it. I'm like, this is ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and this is the type of country we live in. Like, we're seeing different. We're seeing different flavors of white supremacy. I mean, that's 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 what it is yeah. for all intents and purposes. Like, that's what we're seeing, and it's ugly. It's dirty, and I feel like we do need to be. A united front, front, front in that sense. Like, I mean, I think we, didn't we talk about this last week? Or we're gonna, we're gonna be the majority minority um, in about thirty years. Like, the world is shifting. Like, and you need to, we need to be in a place where we're more united than we've ever been because of that. Yeah, I mean, same points Wood and Chef for making. Um, I listened to uh, Clubhouse Room, and if anybody needs a Clubhouse invite, uh, hit me up because I got a couple. Um, and it was, uh, you know, black people and Asians in there. And it was, it was kind of the same sentiment. Like you had some black people with the whole, like, that's their problem. But like white supremacy is everybody's problem. That's the reason why shit like this happens is because America has been, uh, spoon feeding us, uh, white supremacy since we're born like that's that's all we know and that's the same like they have done it so that all the minorities uh don't get along that black and brown people don't get along black people and asian people don't get along when really we all need to unite and fight white supremacy then everything will be a, a million times better but you have these social constructs and systemic racism and all shit to keep us separated because they know if we did become one fist, you know what I'm saying? We could knock shit over. So I I saw more stop Asian hate than super woke niggas uh, in their basements. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm proud of that. And a lot of people that we love have Asian in them. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah. you know, the, <laughs> yeah, me and Wood definitely like, yeah, <laughs> hey, but, but, you know, but, you know, Asians have gotten their fair share of their um, their stereotypes and how their women are supposed to be submissive and 
the men aren't really masculine and they won't cast a, an Asian male lead because they're looked at as uh, not yeah. feminine, but not like a strong, you know, strong man. Everybody has their own shit that, that white people have. Yeah. Basically, I mean, the uh, Japanese were put us. the Japanese were put in cages during the World Wars because, right, like in concentration camps, the same shit that we didn't fuck with the Nazis about. They put Japanese people in cages. People died in those fucking cages just because they were Japanese. Building those railroads in uh, California, like yeah. so many fucking Chinese uh, people died during that shit. So, like, we've all had struggles and we all have our problems, but. If we all unite to fight white fucking supremacy, nigga, we'll be all right. And that's why they keep killing. I mean, people think that they kill all of our leaders because they were just black and they were about change. Like JJ was saying, most of the leaders that they killed were the leaders that were talking about being one fist. Fred Hampton wasn't just about just black people. He had white people, Asian people, everybody in the meetings. Martin Luther King was about unifying all them people and let's all unify. You know what I'm saying? Not just all colors, rich, poor, whatever. That's why they got killed. It wasn't just a black thing, man. And I just, anybody who promotes that message, man, that just hurts my heart to even hear that shit, man. Because it's so, it's it's so counterproductive and it's just so awry of any type of logic. And it shows black like- people don't know what the fuck we want to do. That's one goddamn thing. We just, we so fickle and we uh, waver back and forth between whatever's hot from week to week and you know the fucking celebrities and not even so much celebrities like Dexter Jackson like this and I I think it also it also comes from a part where so we are at a generation where a lot of the revolutionaries are either dead in jail or no longer revolutionaries right so a lot of the revolution was not handed off to us so we don't really know what the fuck as a majority, we don't really know what the revolution looks like. What is the architecture of the revolution? What are the steps to get to where we want to get? There are some people that know that, but some people don't. Some people just know we just got to go kick ass and whatever the fuck they saying, we got to say fuck that back and we got to look for change in our communities. And that message in part is correct, but in whole, there are pieces that they're missing. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we need that type of guidance on the bigger picture on how to unify. Cause I don't think everybody got that message. So I would say that nobody, I think the issue is to 5,000 point and to your point, what we are completely against agreeing on anything. So that's what fucks shit up. If I, if I go on Instagram right now and listen to all the different arguments for all the different pseudo activists, I'll hear one nigga talking about, man, fuck, fuck vaccinations. Don't get the vaccination. I'll see someone saying we need to be united as a people. I'll see some niggas say, um, stop police violence. And I was like, like, it's another nigga say, um, cops lives matter. Let's fund the police. Like no one is, we don't agree on a motherfucking thing. We agree that we're black and we'll die eventually. Um, but that's about the extent of it. Like there's nothing like, I know we're not a monolith, but I would like to think regardless of economic status, we, we all kind of have to, we all live the same American experience because for the most part, people don't see money when they see black folks, unless you're like an athlete or an entertainer. We all pretty much look this, our, we, we get the same look in the same lens. And and no one wants to agree on shit because everyone wants to be special. Nobody, 
knows what the root cause of any of these issues are um, because everyone has a different point of view. And that's the issue, I think. So, so yeah, everybody's right, right? So character is uh, doing the right thing no matter what outside forces are on, uh, upon you or whatever. So that's like doing what's right when nobody's watching, doing what's right when somebody did you wrong, right? So to 5,000's point, it's like people ended up, end up doing what's hot and not what's right. So if we're just going off right and wrong, is it right or wrong that a motherfucker went in and shot and killed eight people? It's wrong. Right? So stand on that shit. Yeah. That was a wrong fucking act. And nowhere is that right. <laughs> nowhere. Right? Yeah, so that's easy. fucking easy. If we break shit down to is it right or if it's wrong, then niggas can come to fucking together. Not like if Jay-Z says it's right or if Beyonce says it's right or whatever. It's like in your heart of hearts, do you feel like that's right or wrong? Okay. If niggas are hating on Asians, is that right or wrong? No, don't worry. Don't put yourself into it like well, niggas hate it, hate it on black people, so why should I? No, don't do that. Is it right or wrong? If it's wrong, then you'd be like, hey, you call the shit out. That shit is wrong. Now, if you break it down to the lowest common denominator, then we're fucking cool. But it's when you get these outside forces and, like, I want to look cool and I want to look like I'm down. or if I'm, You know, that's where the message gets mixed. So if we just, just stand on what's right, stand on what's wrong, then... I think a lot more people will agree on shit. Now, going to the revolution being passed down, I'm not going to say that it wasn't passed down or we don't know what it looks like because, I mean, we've seen the Black Lives Matter movement and all this shit that's yeah. that went on in 2020. That was a revolution. Now, what we got out of the revolution, people can debate if good, bad, and different. I feel like some steps would take it into in the right way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it might not have been the change that everybody wanted, but it was some change. It was a step in the right direction. If nothing else, it brought about awareness, right? So this Stop Asian Hate can bring about more awareness. Like, maybe maybe some of the Asians didn't understand Black Lives Matter because it didn't affect them at home the way it should. But like, damn, like, they're having murder after murder of Asian people like, oh, shit, maybe this is what the fuck them niggas was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So at this point, it's like, well, well, fuck. Well, let me see what they're talking about. Maybe, you know, we can come together and, you know, maybe on fucking Clubhouse. I'm not getting paid for saying Clubhouse so many yeah. fucking times. But um, maybe we can figure some more shit out. So like I said, it's not... I'm, I'm all about progress. And I feel like it, it might not be the way we want it in our lifetime, but, you know, motherfuckers got kids and nephews and nieces. Maybe we'll just leave it better for them when, you know, when when they get older and then more progress. And eventually, maybe this motherfucking United States would be a cool place to to be yeah. and listen to music like Versus. When it's a 100% racially ambiguous country, all will be forgotten. They're going to have some things. They're going to have some things walking around this country when it's 100% racially ambiguous. Mm. Hey boy, you're right. Uh, so, so um, you don't want to talk about versus. it, Joe? You want to talk about it? Yeah, we can. The <laughs> 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 world, the world, United States gonna look like LA and DC, nigga. I don't know what I'm. <laughs> if everybody looks, never mind. So, um, it looks like DC. Um, 
I'm gonna feel away. But anyway, um, versus. Hmm? What part of versus? Yep. What about versus? We got a lot of verses to talk about. What There's about a lot of verses going on. So, well, let's let's go back to last week. I I didn't watch. I watched Raekwon versus Ghostface. I really like Ghostface Killer, but I was having the birthday joint, and it didn't fit the vibe. I was like, I don't want to hear a bunch of angry rap while I'm eating birthday cake. <laughs> so I kind of got off of that fairly quickly. That's because Wu Tang is jibber jabber. Like oh man! Oh, shit. All right, so let me talk. I watched it. I loved it. You know what I'm saying? It uh it was very nostalgic. Um, it just brought me back to a place where like rap music was really like intense, passionate back when like uh you had a lot of New Yorkness uh, on the radios. Uh, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't like dance music. It was just like an energy that I miss in my music. You know what I'm saying? This nigga, um, Ghostface, really lived in a project one-bedroom apartment with 15 uh, motherfuckers, and two of his brothers had cerebral palsy. Like, I'd, need, I'd like to hear that in the music. I'd like some cerebral palsy. Palsy. Palsy, palsy? It, that's, come on, that's regional. <laughs> come on, that's like, I've never heard you say palsy. Palsy is a whole different word. Uh, Ryan, fuck y'all. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ghostface. You enjoyed it, so who won for you? Yeah, I did. I won. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's just, I just like to hear struggle in my music, man. Like, you, them niggas had, like, some shit, shit on their chest. Like, real niggas who did, like, got it out the mud, like the kids say. Um, and, you know, they made it. They were very... Uh, Congratulatory when it came to other rappers like shout niggas out and you know it was a good time and you know them niggas had some bangers so you can de- debate if it's jibba jabba if you want to but um I like Raekwon and Ghostface both of them I just <laughs> musically that was just at a time where I just didn't want to listen to new York, pure New York hip hop like that I just didn't want to listen to <laughs> you, you got your DCO yeah <laughs> Yeah, my Baltimore. That's Baltimore. Yeah, that's just I. I didn't want to appear like, like New York hip hop, and I don't listen to pure New York New York hip hop to this day. It's the bourbon, you know what I'm saying? Like I just don't. I need, I need, I need some melody to my shit. You know what I'm saying? So, I like I, I like the melodic hits that they got, like the radio hits or whatever. But like when they get into their New York New York bag. And they're talking about like what they did at the bodegas and shit. Like I just really just don't really. It doesn't resonate with me. So it's your Yeah. At this point, at forty, I'm all about easy listening hip hop. So I do need to have a melody. I need to have a singer. And it has to be a good singer. So it has to be like someone who sounds good singing. It can't be like Moby Dick or somebody who just got pulled like some old night. I don't need a good singer now. Nah, I don't need a good singer. Shit on Moby Dick. Uh, right. Exactly. Right. Right. Uh, what Moby Dick did. Yeah, what they dog do to you, Because how do you listen to Tupac? Because no, Tupac, Tupac no. don't even like a B singer. Nate Dogg could sing, though. I enjoyed, always enjoyed Nate Dogg's voice. Nate Dogg yeah. was harmonizing. He wasn't really yeah, singing. Yeah. Sang, he wasn't singing, singing, but he fit what at least he was in tune. Shout out to Danny Boy, Moby Dick, uh, Tasha from Thuggish Ruggish yes. Bone, man. Jesus Christ, Tasha. Shout out to all y'all. Says niggas want to hate. Was Tasha anyway, from Thuggish Ruggish Bone the same as Latasha Scott? 
Are they the same person? No. Are we sure? No one, Natasha Scott. Are you sure? Scott, I'm saying, are you sure? Yeah, I'm for sure. Like Jeff is sure about everything he says. Yeah, yeah I, I, right. I, I, I'm completely confident in everything I say for sure, even if it's wrong. And but again, it was Natasha Scott. Confident. Like, <laughs> I say for sure, even if I'm not sure. Uh, but, but yeah, um, I, I fucked with it. But right on. Well, we can move on because we didn't okay. fuck. I mean, we didn't fuck. Um, so next was <laughs> Shatasha Williams is the woman who sang the hook for Bone Thugs and Harmony, Thuggish Ruggish Bone. You look like Shatasha. Whoever the fuck that is, but yeah. Right, you're a girl from church. It's cool. So um, next, speaking of going to church, and it's Tasha. gonna be Earth, Wind, and Fire. Versus the Isley she Brothers said, on East Monday. Hmm? Never mind, go ahead. You think she said, eh. Shatasha? <laughs> Do you think she said Shatasha? She didn't say Antasha? I thought she said Antasha. She told me her name is Shatasha, so I go ahead. Oh, no, I don't think she said Aunt Shatasha. I wouldn't say my name was Shatasha. Maybe my she name didn't say. Shatasha. Okay, you're right. Anyway, I'm saying she definitely said it was Wish Was in the House. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, but how do you feel if you how do you feel if you're, uh, was it Flash at the end? And flesh. <laughs> and flesh. <laughs> <laughs> they gave the rest of that shit everything she had. Man, that's all I had left. That bitch was tired when she got the flesh. She was out of breath. And flesh. Oh, man. If I was from Cleveland, I'd get an and flesh t shirt made right, right. today. She sang Antasha when she caught her breath harder than she sang in flesh. Right. And uh, flesh. She's trying to get out the Antasha. And like she sang all the niggas' names and the nigga whispered like, and flesh. And like, oh. oh, yeah. And flesh. <laughs> yeah, in the house. Anyway. Shouts out so to Flash. Earth Wind and Fire versus um, the Isley Brothers on Easter Sunday, which is a vibe to me. Um, is it? Is it? It. It's it's gonna be a vibe. I'm gonna call it out. I'll say because I don't necessarily want them. Because Ron Isley can still sing. So on their side, if he started just getting up and just started singing "Fucking Voyage to Atlantis," I would probably be like, "Catch the Holy Ghost." But on the other side, I don't know if Earth, Wind, and Fire could all sing anymore. Um, is Maurice White alive? Uh, I know he can sing either way. Like he, he lost. He, one like, of them just passed, didn't they? <sighs> was, it was, when, was it Wind to Fire? Stop. Do you know what name goes with who? That's the question. Yeah, Maurice died in 2016. So he's yeah, the only he's... one that's dead, I believe, out of the group. His brother's still alive due to play the bass. Uh, Philip Bailey's still alive. That nigga from Memphis? <clears throat> he from Memphis, yeah. Well, he's from Chicago, but he got his bones in Memphis. Um, um, but, he from Chicago, but by yeah. way, in Memphis. Oh, yeah, see, that's, that was his where he kind black, of... Black people fuck with, by way of harder than anybody ever. Fam, <laughs> you students now say by way of... <clears throat> hard as fuck now like I never heard that shit so many times I was watching somebody like probate video or something and every nobody was just from where they was from everybody was from by way of some shit like 
That shit lame. Like, yeah, just niggas, say whatever you yeah. Niggas be moving on that because you get it. You're damned if you do, if you're damned if you don't. So if you if you went if you were born in one city, then you moved to another city in high school. You can't claim the high school city. But the by way of is always like a cool city. Right. Like a nigga be like, I'm from Willacoochee, Georgia, by way of right. Houston, Texas. Like, yeah, come right. on, man. Like, because you stayed in Houston for two years. If you really by there by way of, if you really there by way of, you can just say you from there. Like if you were born in Lake City, but you moved to Jacksonville when you was two, and grad and graduated and lived in Jacksonville for the rest of your life, I would like to think that you can say you from Jacksonville at that point. But that's uh, what I'm saying. That's your example, though, Jacksonville, like, reverse it. You know what I'm saying? You have to a, nigga reverse would, it. a nigga would rather claim Jacksonville. He'd be like, from Lake City, Florida, by way of Duval, like, dog, you lived in Jacksonville for two years. Yeah. Like, you never went yeah. to no school here or nothing. Yeah. I know a nigga, niggas here in Orlando all the time, they'd be like, I'd be like, um, because they'd be like, where are you from? Maybe I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm from New York. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the Bronx. I'm like, that's what's up. Um, what high school did you go to? <laughs> oh, I went to Evans. I'm like, mm, what middle school did you go to? Mm, I went to <laughs> went to Pine Hills Middle. I'm like, mm, what elementary school did you go to? Mercy Drive. I'm like, nigga, you from the hood in right. Orlando, nigga. Right. You ain't from New York. First off, Chill first off, when a nigga when a nigga start asking you what high school you go to, you supposed to just own up. Like, don't play the question <laughs> game because the nigga already got uh, yeah. a nigga already yeah, peeps you. Your ass. Yeah. Well, how school you went to? Oh, nigga, nigga, you know I'm from Orlando. <laughs> Niggas, <laughs> so unproud to claim Orlando. Niggas, all these niggas be from fucking North New York. I'm like, New York ain't that sweet, dog. Chill out. Most niggas claim, I think, Chicago that are not from Chicago than any other city. Like, a nigga down here, I was like, uh, uh, like I'm from Chicago. especially if like you're in the South. Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta, and I'm to say Atlanta is getting there. Atlanta is. You know, I don't know a lot of niggas not really from Atlanta that claim Atlanta though. I think Atlanta has a lot more outskirts that they let be Atlanta though. Like a nigga will be from Lithonia and talking about he from Atlanta and they'll be that like, is ah, true. All right, well, we'll follow you. Atlanta is what started me on the kick of. So I think I probably it be said from Marietta, nigga. Right. Jacksonville does not have a metro area, so that whole concept was foreign. Well, we kind of got one now, but growing up we didn't have one. Like I could leave my house and drive for damn near an hour and still be in Jacksonville. Okay. So. People would say, oh, I'm from Atlanta or whatever. But then for whatever reason, you would get down to the weeds of it. And then they'd be like, oh, well, really, I'm from. And then so that's why I started asking people, like, what's your mailing address? Like, if I want to send you a letter to your house, is that shit going to say Atlanta? Oh, no, nah, it's a Alpharetta. Oh, okay, cool. That's you know like, what I'm saying? Post- like, cause I, I really don't give a damn either way. Like, I'm not from Atlanta, so I don't know if right. the shit you from some cool shit or not. It really doesn't matter, but... Atlanta is what got me on that shit because everybody said they're from Atlanta and then like nigga you're really not from Atlanta and there's nothing wrong with that so, we, we count all that shit still as Atlanta like I still count Stone Mountain Lothonia. I count all that shit as Atlanta but I don't trust you though like if we start off on the U-line where you from but then I, <laughs> I ain't gonna eat chicken fingers with you later on 
But that happened to me gonna one let time. you dip my sauce. <laughs> I met a dude. He said he was from Jacksonville. I was like, oh, me too, or whatever. And then he was actually from like one of the neighboring counties. But he was like, most people don't know what that is. So I always say Jacksonville. What is a neighboring county mm. in Jacksonville? Tallahassee? Like, Jacksonville big as fuck. Nah, he was from, uh, <laughs> he was from Nassau County, which is like the next county over, like Uly, where Derek Henry was. That nigga from like Monticello or some and, shit. Motherfucker. So Nashville is the white Atlanta. So people, <laughs> so I hear an echo. White people claim Nashville hard as fuck, like driving Ubers and shit. I be like, oh, what high school did you go to? Oh, well, I moved here like six years ago. I'm like, oh, nigga, see, yeah. from here, then. Yeah. Right. Right. From Franklin. When you go into a story, I already know <laughs> you full of shit. Nigga, they from Murfreesboro. Nigga from fucking. <laughs> he from Atlanta. Right. <laughs> he from Atlanta claiming that. Chattanooga. <laughs> so I know when I got to college, I'm oh, oh, like we my, never gonna talk about verses. My I'm parents, just saying, man. Go ahead. You got my parents moved to South Carolina when I when we got to college and I had South Carolina plates on my car. So niggas was like, Oh, you from Charleston? And all the Geechee niggas like, Oh, you're from Chucktown? I'm like, nah, nigga, I'm from Indiana. I don't fuck with South Carolina. Like, niggas sound like? Yeah. They sound hey, you got a lot going on. So you had South Carolina tags on your car pulling up the Gibbs every day. Your mm-hmm. fifth year at FAM. Right. Hey, what a time to be alive. From Indianapolis by yeah, way of Orlando. Especially, hey, South Carolina's a tough one too because it's, it's got ambiguous it's geography. It's not yeah, like a big city. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm happy you made yeah, it out, yeah. Chef. Yeah, huh? right. You lived a rough life, brother. I'm glad you made it out. Now, now we can laugh about it. Yeah, man. As long as I made it over. But yeah, so Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Isley Brothers. Who y'all got? Isley Brothers, man. And not because I think oh, God, that... that fast. Not not because I think one is better than the other. Because honestly, I could sit here for an hour and go back and forth. Both classic groups, musical geniuses in their own right. But Isley Brothers are going to resonate more with our age group because the amount of samples... The amount of samples and the amount of integration that the Isley Brothers have into hip hop is, I don't know how they did that shit. I don't know if that was the thing that they wanted to do or it was by accident. The Isley Brothers are all over hip hop. And Earth, Wind & Fire are actually in hip hop. They got samples. But the Isley Brothers are really in the hip hop. So you could take a motherfucker who's never really listened to the Isley Brothers like that. They're kids of, of like our generation. And they will be able to pick up on hip hop songs that were samples of the Isley Brothers, and I think that that's where the Isley Brothers are going to win. I I I agree with you. The thing is, I'm a huge. I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like, I just just all my life. Like, I feel like if you're a band kid, you played at least one Earth, Wind, and Fire song in your band life. So, like, you definitely played In the Stone. You, you definitely made. Um, at the very least, Love's Holiday. Like, you played some of that shit if you was in any sort of marching band, if you black. So I did all that shit. And the thing is, is like, but it's, it's what you said. It's like the Isley Brothers' music resonates with hip-hop, and they've been sampled more, I believe. I think their songs are more, um, have more notoriety than the songs that maybe were sampled by Earth, Wind & Fire. So it's hard for me to say that the Isley Brothers win because I enjoy Earth, Wind & Fire more, but yeah, I, I agree completely. 
Hey, hey Five Stacks. Hey, JJ. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, hey, we with the white boys. Hey, man. Nah, I, I mean, both of them got hits. I I really can't make heads or tails and choose one. Um, I, I really can't. I don't know. I mean, if you force me, I'm a proud... I don't know. I, I can't say. I'll also say I'll that... A, I'll flip a coin at this moment and say Asley Brothers. But I'll also say that a... Even though both genres of music are going to be somewhat dated, Earth, Wind, and Fire has a very particular sound that is to that particular time frame to me, right? I hear I, I hear an Earth, Wind, and Fire song, boom, I go to that time frame, right? I hear something like Summer Breeze, yes, that is very specific to that time frame, but again, because of the sample, it takes me to another song that is more recent, and I'm like, ah, that song resonates with me more. You know what I'm saying? What song does it take you to? Three Six Mafia? Well, no, 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 no. It takes me to uh, Atlanta song. Atlanta song. The organ is it the organization? I think of the organization. Can't stop no player. It take me to Master P. It take me to DJ Quick personally. Weed in my Cadillac. Look how many songs niggas niggas have right. different stuff. Yeah. I love Summer Breeze. Though. I feel like Three Six Mafia sampled this like every album. But yeah, but DJ the organization sampled it. Yeah. <laughs> like, the organization like yeah, can't stop no play. It's one of my favorite songs. So yeah, that's why it takes me there. Yeah, Shouts out to Atlanta. I guess they're really from Atlanta <laughs> and not Alpharetta. I feel like I need to make barbecue at night for the, for the city of Memphis. Where are the Isley brothers from? Where are the niggas from? I know they ain't from Memphis, but I never knew where they were from. I'm going to say, look it up, J. Joe, the producer. I'll be there. Go ahead. It's like Aaliyah, 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 Aaliyah sampled like Aaliyah sampled a bunch of uh, a couple of Isley Brothers songs, man. Like at their best, yeah. Well, she did a remake. She didn't even yeah, it wasn't even a sample; it was a remake. It's just they have so many songs that if they they can sing that song and they'd be like, "This isn't even one of our best songs," but Aaliyah sang this song, and uh, Ron Isley had a whole run after. His run after was yeah. kind of sweet as fuck. Him and R. Kelly, <laughs> him and R. Kelly were besties. Him and R. Point. Kelly, they killed it. They I can't play that shit. Watching you, you've been watching me. Yeah. Groove, yeah, I boy. It, I'm definitely gonna be on some edibles or some reefers. Yes. He could do down low. He could do down low. He could do his part and R. Kelly's part if he wants to. I don't know if I don't know if that shit'll fly. Yo, I would like to hear it. I'd like to hear the whole download saga, but I don't know if it's gonna go. <laughs> but yeah, that's what's up, man. So next, they just announced this today: um, SWV versus Escape. Um, I do like SWV. I'm a huge. First of all, SWV. this is the versus we all been waiting for. I need you to have a little bit more enthusiasm in your voice for SWV versus Escape. We've been talking this, about this on our '90s have- debate. 
we just oh, we have. posted we have. it. Never mind. I, You're right. I forgot you. You're not a fan of the show. Um, this is uh, this is awesome, man. You know, SWV's is probably my favorite '90s R&B group. Um, but don't sleep on Escape. They they got some hits too. So it should be a fun one. I know. I know they're not going to twenty, but I mean, it should still be fun. So I no wait now. I now what rules are we going by? What you mean? I think it's traditional. Are uh, you eating Boston rules. baked beans? No, these are hot tamales. So I think it's. So are we counting features? Fishes. Features. They count features. Yeah, they count. So if we start counting the Candy songs. Ugh. And the Tasha Scott features. We start like getting to some songs now. Now, can we can put Thug Holiday out there as a song? <laughs> you, you love Thug Holiday. Hey, Thug Holiday. I love Thug hey. Holiday. Who doesn't hey, love Thug Holiday? We just Trade Daddy Thug Holiday? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I think it's just eating snacks on the podcast now. All right. That's kind of like uh, a sample, too, though. That, uh, the same song y'all just played a few minutes ago. Thug Holiday kind of lightly samples that shit too a little bit. Do they play this at all Florida funerals? Like Gangsta Lane? Yes, this is like the Florida National Anthem. Like they play this shit everywhere. Basketball games, football. Grown ass 40 year old niggas start <laughs> crying. Golf <laughs> tournament. Hey, hey, happy birthday, dog. Look, like holiday. <laughs> hey, dog, no, for real. Uh, somebody posted. Oh, no, they didn't post the like, holiday. You put a real nigga holiday. Nobody. That's a little different. That's another thing, too, man. I appreciate everybody who posted me, man, on their Instagram stories. I'm not going to return the favor because that's not what I do, but I really appreciate y'all, man. It shows some love. Noted. Oh, yeah, Chef posted a picture of us. I've never seen as much birthday love as J. Joe got. He got birthday love from like four different sources. The NAACP say happy birthday, J. Joe. Okay. And the Resident KKK. Young nigga got mad because I put a smiley face over his Oh, face. that was hilarious. I was, I tried to tell, because then he like got in my Instagram DMs. I was like, this is not about you. Like this is my, this is my birthday wish to him. So sassy. You just flooding that shit it up. Is not your birthday. Anyway, so let's go back to SWB. Uh, I think they're gonna win hands down, but you know. Yeah, I agree. I just don't think, like they could, like I mean, because I guess what's to call it? Uh, Candy did shit for Beyonce or Destiny's Child and TLC. I don't want to hear no scrubs like that. That shouldn't count. No wait, We're doing something you write too. I, I hope not. I think I, I hope not, but I think oh. they've done that before. Because they don't have would, twenty hits. But that would leave out the rest of S. Uh, Does SWV have twenty hits? No. S- got a, uh, they got a strong probably fifteen. I feel like that's pushing it, but yeah. Yeah. but no, nah, because that would leave that would leave the candy show and uh, Escape has already had enough beef amongst yeah. them, so they don't want to make it the candy show. You think you know old I mean? girl gonna be there, um, tiny because she's like a rapist a little bit. And here goes Chef being oh. Chef with his chefness. She's in for a bit of a rape. All I want is who can I run to? Ain't that no cool. Do, 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 do. The uh, 
The Marching 100 has a great rendition of Who Can I Run To? They have the like best was, rendition. Uh, was that the... Uh, was it called the Heritage Bowl? Is that the chip? What's that game they used to play in Atlanta? That's the chip. That's the Heritage Bowl. Or the Celebration back in, Bowl. Back in the day. No, 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 no. Not that. Yeah. Um, Atlanta Classic. Atlanta Classic? No, not Atlanta Classic, man. Uh, Who played too many games in Atlanta? It was called... It was some kind of... It was called a bowl. Hold on. It was either the Heritage or the Celebration Bowl? It was Heritage Bowl back yeah, in the day. Yeah, Heritage Bowl back in the day. Okay. Yeah, I remember hearing it. Yeah, I, I remember forgot, hearing yeah, it. Yeah, called Celebration Bowl. Oh, speaking of real quick, shift gears. Uh, you see, they got like a new HBCU All Star game, like the week after the Super Bowl in New Orleans. Say that again. They have a new HBCU All Star game for HBCU draft eligible players. It's going to be played oh. in New Orleans the week after the Super Bowl. Like a Senior Bowl for HBCUs. Uh, one yeah. that's going to go up. Definitely. And it's going to get stuck while it is up there. (laughs) (laughs) That might be all right. So, yeah, man, I think whatever Triller's doing with or without uh, Timberland. They're doing that shit. Right. (laughs) They did. They did it. Shout out to, uh, what's that? (laughs) Uh, What's that rapper? Hell, I can't think of it. That was, um, damn, that was the the mentally challenged rapper. Right. Uh, Which one? HJJ Fish? No, 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 no. no. Before uh, him, the, the original. Like a, uh, damn. I don't know the original is. That's sad. And they froze that nigga. Y'all talk amongst yourselves. Will Flip? No. Okay. That's all he was on the spectrum, so never mind. Oh, man. Hold on. I got to call. Got to call somebody, man. Eli Porter. There we go. Whew. Eli Porter, hold on. We're going to run it. Let's see if we got it. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Eli Porter. Eli. We got to get Eli rapping. Hold on. Eli is a little bit mentally challenged. Marvelous. Oh, man. He might have just been blind, man. No, he was a little mentally. Were you okay? We're about to hear it in a minute. He was freestyling like he Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. See, I'ma let you know who the best by the hour. It's like Rosie O'Donnell at a bisexual bridal shower. It ain't nothing to me, man. I keep it for real. Look at this dental, man. With dental, the grill. See, I'm the best. I told you that. This dude like that, he ran in front of the cat. Now I messed up, but I'ma stay on top. They told me, man, but you know, I'm never gonna flop. Look at this dude, he need to stay in the shade. Ain't no wonder why it came out. He already in the gay parade. I told you, man, I got you. Roasted like ever. You don't know what my rhymes, they straight up clever. So you step down off the pedestal. I'm the best man. You need to go to the fucking dento. What's this nigga name? This how he the dude who made the way. Wait, he stopped. Building. He stopped. <laughs> it was like, all right. Can I, can I get a beat? Can I get a beat? He's trying to get his shit together. Right. He's not okay. Right. But I'm saying that. I still gotta go. What you need? You need a freestyle beat? Who? You. Is that what you look for? No, 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 no. That's, That's when said. uh when Freeway got uh ate up by Cassidy. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, can I get a beat? And if you want to give me it, no, we ain't got time. We got, yeah, you got to close your rings or whatnot. You got to close my ring. But you ain't got to take Eli Porter's word for it. You rock with us this far in the podcast. Obviously, you like something. Go ahead, visit Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Show your love, show your support. We love providing quality content for you guys. We do it absolutely free of charge. We do it out the kindness of our heart. But the way that you increase our footprint, increase the popularity of this podcast is to support. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, if your shit is hot enough, it just might be on the show. Now for the with all due respects. With all due respect, um, just because you find something funny on Social media doesn't mean somebody else does. Um, I think I've mentioned before that I don't think that Spice Adams is funny, but people in my family do. And they like to send me these clips, which is cool every now and then. But I don't need you to send me every clip every day because then I could just follow fucking Spice Adams. Uh, same goes for Ha Ha. Davis or Ha Ha Dicks or whatever. No, Ha Ha Dicks is a football player. Uh, ha Ha Davis, whatever the nigga's first name is. Uh, a lot of niggas love that nigga. I get it. He's uh, funny to a lot of people. But that goes for anything. Like, if you send somebody a clip on Instagram, like, don't send every single fucking clip that they do. Even though you find it hilarious, if they wanted to see a clip every day, they would just follow that motherfucker with all due respect. With all due respect. Um, yet again, you know, we've placed all our eggs into this celebrity basket. Um, I know we talked about the Derek Jackson situation ad nauseum. But, like, seriously, man, let's, like, start focusing on other stuff. Um, it's tax time. If you're in the uh, Facebook group, I posted an article that was pretty interesting to me about how the tax codes perpetuate the wealth gap between um, blacks and whites. And so let's just, uh, you know, start trying to uplift ourselves. Let's not look to these like fake saviors that we created. Um, who we don't even fucking know. We don't even know if they legit or not. And let's just uh, try to better ourselves. Let's read more let's share knowledge. Let's not get on our high horse and tell niggas to do their own research. Like let's share the love and, keep shit going, man. Make shit better for everybody. With all due respect. Uh, with all due respect, um, more jewels from for fortiness. So, like I said, I had a little birthday party this weekend. It was, it was dope, but what I gather from that, which is really important, and I think we talk about it sometimes, but we don't talk about it enough or at least take the action, but like, give your people their flowers, man, like, why they can smell them. Like, like the people that care about you and love you um, and show love, you got to show, you got to show in return. You got to show that it's important to show that you appreciate the people around you. If you appreciate them, um, express thankfulness for, for them, uh, express your love. I, I think a lot of times it gets forget a lot of like basic stuff gets lost in the shuffle because life is so busy and we're so busy all the time, fake busy, sincerely busy, whatever. But I think it 
tends to get forgotten that you got to share love with your people like that. It, that feeds them. It feeds you. Um, so um, just a reminder, just give the folks their flowers while they still here, the people that matter to you. Um, it matters to everyone. All due respect. With all due respect, um, I saw a couple of posts this week talking about people being broken. And most of those posts were talking about everybody is broken, right? All people are broken. So we need to do X, Y, and Z to not be broken. From my personal standpoint, if everybody is broken, it's not broke. That's the way that everything just is, right? If it's broken, that means something is out of the ordinary. Something is, something is awry. Something is, something is out of the, uh, that is less than normal that needs to be fixed, right? If we're all broken, that's not abnormal. That means that we're not perfect people. That means that there's certain quirks about us. There's certain things about us that are not going to be the same. There are going to be certain things that we're strong at, certain things that we're going to be weak at. You know what I'm saying? And that's how we have to address our lives as people. When we adopt an attitude of we're all broken people and we all need to go and seek therapy and we'll get this great help and figure out how to bring ourselves back in line with some goal or some alignment or some baseline, which doesn't exist. We're chasing something that no person on this entire planet has even has even achieved. Right. We're going to enter therapy to a point where we're just getting therapy just to get therapy. What's the goal? Is it to be a perfect person? Is it to make ourselves unbroken? Like, what is the point? Right. So, I mean, I come from a, a transitional generation where being a flawed person was okay. Look, I'm an asshole. Or look, I'm aggressive. Or look, I'm passive. That was called part of your personality. That's called who the fuck you are, right? But somewhere we got to this point in these later generations in this point now where your inherent personality quirks now that's part of me. That's how I was brought up. That's part of my brokenness. And I go to a therapist. I'm not saying it's not against therapy. People need therapy. But we get into these different tropes and we get into these different lanes where we feel like people need to do something to bring themselves more in line with something. And I don't know what that something is, but there's a big drive and there's a big motivation from people all over social media and all over the place to get help to bring us in line with something. And to me, that is unhealthy, right? You're not broken. You're not the way that you are or something that needs to be changed or something that needs to be fixed. If you just so happen to say whatever the fuck is on your mind, that's just who your personality is. You're not broken. Nobody made you wrong. Nobody configured you in a way where you can't talk that way. Or you can't talk to your kids that way. You can't raise your kids the way that you fucking want to. You're a person and you're entitled to do that. Don't buy into this narrative that you're broken. Because the thing about being broken is it's the old adage. If you believe, if all you have is a hammer, every problem begins to look like a nail. If you feel that you're broken, everything that you see is something that needs to be fixed. If I'm broken, I need to be fixed. So don't look at yourself as broken, man. Look at yourself as a unique human being that has unique opinions, a unique point of view on life, and that's the way you address life. And if there's another motherfucker that's to the side of you that disagrees with you, that's okay. 
That's another motherfucker's opinion. Be unapologetic about who the fuck you are. It doesn't make you toxic. It doesn't make you broken. It doesn't make you an asshole. It doesn't make you even make you a jerk. That makes you unique. And I come from a time where being unique was important. And I hope that I can raise my kids and you raise your kids back to a point where we can go back and embrace uniqueness and not feel like anybody who doesn't act like me is broken. With all due respect.